0: Watch your mouth. Now let's get this party started.
1: This is Watch Your Mouth. This is the first episode of a new podcast coming at you. I am Twizzler here with Joe Yo. We are super excited to bring you Watch Your Mouth. There's a long time coming, a lot of hype up around this show. Yes, and lots of talk, yeah. got a lot to talk about. Yeah, man, I'm real excited. We got a lot of people who we know who, who are anxious to get this going, and you know, I'm happy to be here with you. Here it is. All right, well, let's get it started. So I remember, I, so I came to you, God, it must have been a month ago, and I said, hey, what do you think about starting a podcast?
2: Yeah, you were just like, let's just have a podcast. I was talking, me and you.
1: Yeah, and if I'm being honest... You seem, like, pretty excited about it. Like, and I don't want to speak for you, but, like, when I called you, you know, the reaction that you gave me, you, you seemed like you, you were excited.
2: Well, yeah, because I feel like, you know, we're always just, like, talking and shit. We're just always just talking. Yeah. And it's just, like, I will, I only listen to one podcast, mm. but it's basically just two people who, like, are really close friends. I think they live with each other. Yeah. And they're just talking about life talking about things that happen talk about things we usually talk about
1: yeah and people people enjoy listening to shit like yeah because it's a good laugh absolutely and yeah like that's just really how it got going i wanted a project this semester because you know with covid going on being a college isn't as interesting as it you know usually is so Mm -hmm. you need something to keep you sane while you're stuck inside the house all day yeah yeah so yeah this is watch your mouth coming at you with our first episode so you and i just uh we just went to a Mexican restaurant here in Dunkirk, which is the town over from Fredonia. Yeah. And, you know, we, we get food, you know, in college pretty frequently. So this is something that I always struggle with. Whenever I go into a restaurant, regardless, I could be going into, like, a local Mexican restaurant like we just did, or I could be going into fucking McDonald's. I struggle always with figuring out where to stand.
2: hundred percent. I never know where 100%. to stand
1: because, you know... So it's so many different settings, you know, you go this place. We went into is a particularly small place. There's not a lot of space. For yeah, you to stand. I see,
2: like with a place like that, you don't have as much because you yeah. don't really have much to choose from. You go to the one place to order. Then you really you're just put off into this one area. Yeah. But, like once so, you start getting into bigger areas, it's
1: so confusing. Like so I went into Wegmans when I was home for the break. I went into Wegmans. I was picking up a pizza because it was dur- it was during one of the Bills playoff games. And i was picking up this pizza but i called beforehand so i called i ordered it i told them this is what time it was going to be ready they have the pizza place where you usually go they have like pizza pies out and you can pick a couple slices okay. but they also have a place for like where you get mobile orders and i wasn't really sure so i go up to the pizza place so i was like am i here to get this p- like do i get this pizza here do i get it over there and they said no you get it here it'll be ready in five minutes I was like, okay, and then I he walked away, and I'm thinking, I'm like, where where do I go? Yeah. Because like, like... there were all these people behind me who I assume were just there to get a couple slices. The registers literally – I had no idea where to go. Yeah. And I ended up sitting behind all the people just like so awkwardly <laughs> staring at the counter. This guy every so often would like make eye contact with me. He'd be like – uh, hey, what's what's going on with that pizza? And I could see him turn around and ask his his coworkers, like, "What the? We got to get this dude the hell out of here. This yeah, is not yeah. good. This is just so uncomfortable. I just I I never know
2: where to go. See, it'll be because like, so I didn't do much in the past couple of months, but when the pandemic first started, I was Door Dashing a lot, a lot. Yeah,
1: I thought about this. You 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 probably face this more than
2: I do. Yeah. So I'd be going into like. Oh, I'd go into chain restaurants. I'd go into fast food places, but I'd also go into just, like, local restaurants because everybody's on DoorDash nowadays. Yeah. And so with DoorDash or any other delivery thing, what they're supposed to do is send you to a place that already has the food done, you know, so it maximizes speed. Everybody is in and out. It's fast. It's supposed to be a pretty efficient yeah. system. Okay. The thing is, that never happens. I, get sent to, <laughs> I, I got sent to this place, Southside Fish and Clam in Lindenhurst, where I live Back home Long Island And I show up I have this like Kind of big orders You know Families eating some seafood Yeah <laughs> I was there For two hours You're there for two, two hours, hours Waiting hours. for this fucking food Yeah And like I'm constantly Trying <laughs> to talk to people the, the places In shambles There's too many people Trying to eat And they're not Too great At serving the people I mean The, the business has been there For a while You would think They'd do a little better
1: But yeah <laughs> hey, I don't know.
2: All I know is I must have switched spots a good 15 times in those two right, hours. Right, because you,
1: you sit, you stand or sit somewhere, and then you're thinking, this definitely is not the right
2: spot I got to be. I got to go over there. No matter what, I was in the way of somebody. Okay. I was in the way of somebody, <laughs> and I, I was... I, don't, I... When in, And it's funny because you're thinking
1: there's a clear solution to this problem. Just give me my food so I can get the hell out of here, and I won't be a problem for you anymore. Yeah. I went to... You know, and now I'm thinking about it. When I was home for this past break um, in Rochester, I would go, my family would order takeout from somewhere and I would go get it. This one time I went to one of the Chinese restaurants Mm -hmm. and you go into the Chinese restaurant and usually they're like, it's not huge. It's like one of the smaller ones. They don't even do delivery. You have to come pick it up. And they usually have like a couple tables. There's a cooler with some drinks, like a garbage can. And then there's the the counter. So I go in there and there's like, there's people behind the counter and there's like four people I'm assuming waiting, but they're all like hugging the wall at a different side of the room. <laughs> Nobody wants to be away from the wall. No one wants to be in the yeah, center of Yeah, exactly. And I didn't know. And I assumed that they were all waiting. And so I told the lady, I was like, I'm here for my food. She'll be like, it'll be ready soon. And I walked over and I picked a spot on the yeah, wall exactly. and I just sat there. <laughs> and I walk in, I'm like, wow, this is a weird vibe in here. And as soon as I find out I can't leave yet, I join. The... Yeah,
2: because you're not going to just go sit back in the car. You're not going to, no one's done. Right, I'm not,
1: not going to stand in the middle of the room.
2: That either. That's, not, that's not an so option. That's So people
1: are looking at me. I can't, you know, I can't see my surroundings. It's like, you know, your first day of class. Uh, more often than not I'm going to the back Of the class I'm yeah. sitting somewhere In the last row So I can see everything you Rather than the front. everything And so It's funny because That's usually what I do We had classes Start on Wednesday mm-hmm. My last class On Wednesday I knew the professor I had had him before And I really liked him um, But It was in like In Thompson It was in one of the, It was like in the big lecture hall Yeah yeah it, But it, like it didn't need to be It's just because of COVID There was like 20 of us So I sat like closer to the front. I was like, okay, like I know this professor, like him and I know each other. And like, I'm excited to be in this class. It was a horrible decision because I'm sitting there and like, I I was one of the first people to get there. And like, that's a problem. That was my fault.
2: Yeah. yeah. I
1: get there. I go and I sit this chair. I'm like, great. I get out my crap. I'm sitting down. I'm like, okay, this class is going to start in five minutes. And then everybody else came in and they're all sitting behind me. And my stress level—I I swear to God—these five minutes leading up to the class, the stress would just increase because I hear the door open, I hear the door close, I hear someone sit down. I'm like, "Who is it? Where do they sit? What is Are they looking at me? Yeah, like what's going on back You're there?"
2: Just stare down and you upon can't
1: him. turn around. Like I can't just like, can't, you know, I don't yeah, want to be that guy. Like, oh. Every time the door opens, someone like turns around. I always mentally make fun of the person who do that. Yeah. If it's I like, walk, what int- are you breaking in that? Exactly. Floor? If I walk into a room or like a classroom and someone you know, turns their whole body around to look at who came in the door. Yeah. I'm like, what are like what do you think is yeah, happening? Like, slow what down. do you think's about Whoa. to go on? Are you expecting somebody? <laughs> <laughs> but that was a huge mistake and the Friday I sat in the back of the class. Yep, there you <laughs> I go. Sat in the back there of the class. Well and like the dude didn't even take attendance, so he probably didn't even fucking see me. I'm wearing my mask. He doesn't know who's who. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I could have been, you know, a freshman or something. Joe Schmo. Yeah. So we're back in class, and COVID's pretty weird. Like, so last semester, yes. I had, I took six classes. I had a full course load, but I only had to go in for two classes, and it was like hybrid. I would go in, like, I would have them Tuesday, Thursday. I would go yeah. in on Tuesday, and then Thursday was on Zoom. So, I spent most of the day in my room on my computer, whether it was either mother on Zoom or I'm just doing homework. Yeah, yeah this semester, all my classes are I have to go in for. Oh, there's one of them that's a hybrid again, like Tuesday, I go in for and Thursday it's on Zoom. okay. but the other five classes are all go in. all right and yeah. like it's strange because like I was looking forward to it because honestly, I'm somebody who likes to be in that type of setting i hate sitting behind a screen in zoom having to listen to my professor just because i get so distracted exactly you know your mind starts to wander but it was weird because you go into like i said i went into like a really big lecture hall and it's like fine there's like so much tape around all these chairs like taped off it looks like crime a crime scene. Exactly. It looks like a crime scene. I've got all this like... And it's it's like blue electrical tape. So I'm like, wow, this is a horrible misuse of this tape. And yeah, it just looks yeah. straight. What a waste. Yeah. So I go in and the lecture halls are like big. But if you go into like a small classroom, I feel like, you know, I was like banished to Siberia. I got one desk every like 10 feet.
2: Yeah. Like yeah. I'm
1: sitting there and it's the same thing. It's like I got this huge bubble and I, you know, obviously I understand that's the point. But it's so... It's just so weird.
2: Yeah, it's like we're, it's basically the same thing. I mean, I, I I get we're going to class, but it's we're just we're just we're so separated. It's we might as well still just be home. Yeah, it's not like I'm not like I definitely I was looking forward. I have what I think I have three classes in person. Okay, I, I appreciate it. Like I definitely want it. I, yeah. I I missed it while we were stuck in an, all Zoom. That's I another just,
1: thing. It it helped me like, I felt like I had taken going in for a class like for granted.
2: Exactly. Yeah. And like I now would, I there's I a certain respect for shit it. Shit on it all the time. I'd be like, I don't. want to go, go to this class. Oh, like, I gotta go places. No. Yeah. But like after having to try to learn, try emphasis on try to learn through Zoom. <laughs> yeah. It's just like wow i never thought i'd be missing the classroom setting yeah here i am right So,
1: so so over the this is something that you and i talked really briefly about before before we we started going so during the holidays you have family come over and like during COVID, i didn't have a ton of family come over but you know in my family at least we usually host the holidays yeah. And so like my daddy's a big cook He usually cooks the food But relatives will bring food Like over Like you know Whether it's like a side dish Or like a salad yeah, Usually yeah. in my family It's dessert Okay A lot of desserts Because my dad's like not a baker And nobody in my house really is My dad would prefer someone To bring the dessert If he cooks the whole meal mm-hmm. And that's worked out great But something that's such a problem Is who takes the dessert home There it is And that's like so And I didn't realize it Until recently So like it's always the struggle between where's this dessert going? Cause you know, if you don't finish it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah so yeah. like, you know, we have a cake, you don't finish the cake. Is Who's this cake a, is, is this dessert staying here at the house that hosted the event? Is it going back with the person who made it? Who wants this? My father never wants any dessert in the house. He never wants anything because he, he's going to find it. He's going to eat it. And then he's, he's going to be tempted. He's exactly. And like, I don't blame him, but like the other people are the same way. And you know, I realized that my dad really never gets his way as far as <laughs> where the desserts go. It's so weird. So like, <laughs> so you just always end up with he, desserts. We always end up with desserts, and like, it's great, Pete. You know, I love desserts, so I'll have my share. But it's gone like in less than a day.
2: Yeah, because I mean, you're just looking at them it's like, yeah, some tasty, absolutely tasty. Pastries. You know, these aren't just you know dollar store.
1: Pastries yeah, And there was some quality love stuff Love put into them Yeah so like We hosted Christmas And like my aunt Brought over a couple pies And the same old Like debate went down Who the hell Is taking care of these pies When yep. I The pies stayed there Three days later My aunt had people over For like lunch or something And she had bought I can't remember Specifically what it was I think it was just like She bought like all this candy Like all this chocolate And like Wegmans Wegmans is What I use in my hometown They like have a really cool bakery They do some like Really cool shit She had all these chocolates. My father wasn't there. My father was not feeling well that day. It was just me and my mom and my two sisters. And my aunt somehow got us to take home the candy.
2: So you really just. We didn't buy this candy. We didn't
1: ask for the candy. I didn't have a single piece of it. I think like maybe not even half of it was eaten. And I found out we were walking to the car and I see my sisters holding this candy. I'm like, where the hell did that come from? (laughs) She's like all right carol gave it to me i'm like no you bring that back in there
2: that's not ours to take. it's
1: not ours she's like no she didn't want it i'm like i get it but like we're gonna walk in and dad's gonna say what the fuck are you doing where did you get this whose is it as he's like shoves half of it down he's gonna be yeah. like where does it come from as he's eating the entire oh, thing we're good yeah it's like wow this is pretty good don't don't do that again he just walks away yeah, exactly it's just so funny like that dynamic because i never know who's gonna want to take it as a kid i was always like no like Leave the dessert here Are you crazy Yeah are you kidding me But like now I just think it's funny This dynamic of People are like Putting up the acts Like no I don't want It's not to, They're touching their nose They're like not it I don't want this dessert It's like wow Well who do you Who do you think Really deserves it though So
2: Hmm
1: well, See I think that was a good question I think that You know If I'm Well see I gotta I gotta get into like If I was in their shoes So Yeah if, some hypotheticals If you're hosting a party And I bring a cake Okay. We don't finish the cake.
2: Did you bring the cake? Did you make the cake? I, so I... What, do, That's a factor, I feel do like. You, th- you, you think it's a factor? Yeah. because if, if they made You brought it the cake... Not saying the cake's bad. You could have gotten the cake from somewhere else. Still a good cake, okay. but you didn't make the cake yourself. As opposed to, you went through the trouble of making a cake yourself. You made this.
1: Okay, I see what you're saying. You baked So,
2: it. if I bake the cake... Yeah. I would leave it there.
1: I... F- I don't see, like, I don't know. You bring up a good point. I never really thought about whether if it was, like, homemade or not. Like, how big of a factor that could be. So, <laughs> shit, maybe this is tougher. Maybe the, I'm not giving this, like, decision enough this, credit. This is
2: some deep thought, yeah. Yeah. Like,
1: Cause, I, because, I, like, now that the more I'm thinking about it now, I think you're right. I think it definitely, I think whether it's homemade or not could be some sort of, like, factor.
2: Yeah, because you could be like, okay, you made this cake. You're, you're going to want it back because you made it. But at the mm-hmm. same time, you make things so other people could have them. Yeah. So maybe it's the complete opposite. You should be leaving that there so they enjoy it. You, you could just bake another one yourself. You yeah. did it. You made it. Right. You have the skills.
1: I feel like it's, <laughs> I'm almost laughing at the idea. Like, so let's say you host a party, right? And yeah. I go to like Walmart. Okay. And I buy, all, I buy like three containers of cookies. And I bring these cookies over to your house and, like, nobody touches them. <laughs> and then I just leave them there. There you go. That makes me laugh. I think I would be walking out of the house thinking that I just committed a robbery. I'd be like, I just got away with murder yeah. leaving those fucking what cookies a on his table. Prank. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know, though. If I... See, maybe maybe I got to stop thinking if I bake something. if Let's say I made a dish. Okay, let's say I made, like if I didn't finish, okay, this is different. Let's say I cooked like a chicken dish, right? Okay. And then I brought it and nobody finished it. I would want to take that with me. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, not that i i wouldn't find anyone on it if someone asked me hey can i like take some i'd be like absolutely yeah yeah but like if it's just if it gets put in like a tupperware thing or something or like anyone's like do you want does anybody want this before i throw it out i'd be like yeah like i'll take it yeah yeah, yeah. maybe it's different cuz like i said i'm not really a baker i don't have the, <laughs> baking the per- experience i don't have the perspective of someone who 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 makes baked goods yeah yeah so maybe 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 that's different so yeah like yeah i just think it's so funny my aunt went out and she bought like these two, three containers of this chocolate. Nobody ate it, and she just gave it to us. It's like she did us a little grocery shopping that we yeah, didn't even it's fucking want. Like,
2: I thought you'd like this. Yeah, like, let me it's, buy like, this a, it's like, like a little gift. Yeah. It's like
1: here's a little Christmas gift early on me. You, you take this home. You take this home and you know you you enjoy that. You eat it. You, you yeah. That's you know you know when someone. <laughs> when someone singles you out when they're describing something and they're like, Oh you, you would love it. <laughs> yeah, Dude, yeah. Yeah. I feel like I do that a lot. And then like with you specifically, like mm-hmm. I'll watch something and I'll be like, yo, I saw this. You would like think it's hilarious, but like, <laughs> but like specifically with like restaurants, I know people who, who don't know me like at all, you know, whether they're like acquaintances of mine, my, my parents, like friends do this. They'll be like, Oh Anthony, you would love it. I'm like, <laughs> Like, what I? What are you basing that on? I know. With? I'm like, do you know me. I'm like, you know, what? And I'm like, did you like it? I didn't care for it much myself, but <laughs> you would love it. I think that's such like a, you know, I just think that's really just strange.
2: Yeah, it's like, wh- what do they know about your right. taste buds? It's like,
1: you know what? Why don't you list me the reasons why I would, why yeah, I like, would have a good time.
2: I, like, I'm flattered that you're that that I'm in your your thoughts, but can you elaborate yeah. on on what makes you think? that this is gonna be a place where I'd like to eat. Right. So,
1: you know, we talk about, we we just talked about when you go into like a restaurant and you're taking out food and you never know where to stand. Yeah. I remember a year ago, was it, it was a little over a year ago. It was Christmas time last year. I was buying jewelry for my girlfriend and I was in this jewelry store and I've never really bought like, I don't buy like a lot of high-end jewelry. I don't know what to do. I, went into this place, I'm telling you, I, I was sweating more standing in that jewelry store than I would have been if I had like run a mile. (laughs) I was sweating so much. And like I, I went in there. I, when I go shopping, it, it doesn't necessarily need to be a jewelry store. When I go shopping, I almost feel like it's an obligation for me to figure out what I want, what kind I want, what color, what size, like everything. I should know exactly what I want before I walk in there. So if someone comes up to me who works there and they're like, "Can I help you?" I can give them I can give them the social security number of the item that I'm looking yeah, for. There you I go. can give them the ISBN like a like textbook number. I can yeah, give yeah. them this number so they can go in the back and find it. Exactly. Because otherwise, I feel so strange and it's it's my fault. I should just accept that this is these this is their job. If I go in not knowing what I want, they should be able to like show me some things. Yeah. But right. I go into this jewelry store and I'm like I'm so afraid that they're going to say, you know, they ask me questions. They're like, what do you want? What is she like? <laughs> that question is like, well, I mean, she wears socks. She, <laughs> she, she bathes. It's like, what do you mean? What is she like? Yeah.
2: It's like, how is that going to help me get, right. to, a, what get do you, to a product?
1: What do you want? What is she like? What's your price range? That thing killed me. Just oh, because yeah. like, that's something I can control. At that point, I was like, well, well, this this is all gone to hell. She asked me a question that only I would know. What's my price range for the thing I'm buying? And I don't even fucking know <laughs> yeah, how much money yeah, I want to drop. Exactly. It's like, she, she's like, what's your price range? I'm like, no, no, no. Before I answer that, I need you to give me more. I need, you to, <laughs> yeah. I need you to show me more before I answer that question. Yeah. I just feel like I'm inconveniencing them. Like, I'll go in and I'll say, can you, like, do some work for me before I spend money on this, pro, this product? Yeah, like, like, even though no. it's...
2: Like what they're supposed to do. That's their job. You yeah. don't really wanna. I feel so strange doing it. Cause it's just like you. you wanna go in there, get your business done, and then you leave. Yeah. You, you don't wanna. You don't wanna be in there for too long.
1: It, when I go into, it's weird because when, that's that's usually how I grocery shop. So if I grocery shop, I know before I walk out my front door what I'm gonna buy. Yeah. I never go into a gro. Very rarely do I go into a grocery store without a single thing in mind that I need to buy. Like I'll I'll sit down at my desk like 80% of the time and write down what I'm going to buy. I'm going to get this. I'm going to get this. I'm going to get this. I'll specify. I'm going to be like, I'm going to get this reduced fat. I'm going to get this milk 2%. Like I will, I'll go above and beyond to specify to make my brain have to do so little work when I get into that grocery store. I just look at the list. Oh, yeah, that's what I need. There you go. It's all in the paper. So like, you know, when I go shopping, when I go Christmas shopping, I drive my girlfriend nuts when I do this because she has gone Christmas shopping with me for the last two years when I go for my family. And, you know, I'll sit there before we've left the house and be like, what do you, what should I get for this person? She'll be like, why don't we just go and like figure it out, which is a normal thing to do. I'm like, no, I need to have much more than a general idea of what I'm getting. Yeah. I'll go online. And like, I won't even go online yet. I'll sit there with a pen and paper and think. What in aisle seven of J C Penny can I get for my mom? <laughs> what on the display shelf in TJ Maxx would look great for my sister? You know, it's like all these specific things. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> yeah, I'll, go, I'll go into TJ Maxx with something set in mind. I'll go in and be like, oh, I saw this, you know, this really cool like, pair of shoes that I want to get for my dad. And I'll go in and they won't have them. I'll be like, well, fuck, this you know, day days this ruined. Day is ruined. Exactly, I, I came all, I drove all the way to the mall for nothing. There's an entire, sh- there's an entire department store in front of me that I most certainly, with very little effort, could find something comp- find something that would do well for my dad for a gift. But it's, but it's over. It's not what you wrote down. And God bless her, she sits there and like she'll be like, well, why don't we look over here? And you know, my girlfriend's great just because she puts up with my absurd like. <laughs> My very like, we, yeah. My my routine when it comes to shopping, yeah. And you know, I God help me, I really don't understand how to shop properly. I'm 21 years old. I've been buying Christmas gifts and you know regular things for people for years. When I buy, even when I just buy clothes for me, I know exactly where I get them.
2: See, like I'm the complete opposite, really. And I've mean, you you've are the see, you've seen Prime examples of this. I yeah. could take I could take three hours in a store. What? <laughs> we'll go into Walmart. And we'll both have carts and I'll come out, I'll come out with a full
1: cart in like 20 minutes and you'll come out with half a cart full in two hours.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Literally I'll have like a box of cereal, like some, some weird honey. <laughs> it's just like, it's just, I, I had to take a look down every single Everything. aisle and every single product Yeah, just to see to how, say, hey, w- hey, Hey, maybe, maybe there's something new here. Maybe, maybe there's something I knew I want to try. And I, Cause I, I just never want to, I never like having the same things. I always like to keep it different. Yeah. And that's why I'm never writing things down, I guess. Or I, it's also just me being lazy. Uh-huh. I, I'm here just making, I'm like, Oh, I want, I want to be all yeah. different,
1: but I don't know. I think that's, I think that's great. Like I wish I was like that and more, I wish that I was like willing to try new things. And like, because honestly, you know, I, you know, I know how to cook food, but I only cook like a certain amount of things. Not yeah. because I, I don't care for the other things. I've just never like inquired about it. Like, you know, I might sit there and think, well, what, you know, what if I did this? What if I tried to cook this? But it was never, it's never something like, oh, I'm in a grocery store. I need to go like look for inspiration. I don't do that as much. Yeah. Do you find, you know, when you do that, when you're buying like things that you, you wouldn't imagine yourself buying, how often do you get something and then you're like, and then you just like, don't use it.
2: I've definitely done that. Does it happen, it, like, more often than not? It had... Not more often than not, but okay. more often than I'd like it to happen. Okay. Like, I was like... I had Brussels... I had roasted Brussels sprouts okay, right. at a restaurant. Oh, that and good. I'm like, hey, never had these. This is delicious. Yeah. I'd like to make them myself. So, I'm grocery shopping with Vin. And I'm like, let me buy these. Neither... Like, he hasn't had them. So, I'm like, let me put you on. I'm, I'll put them in the oven. You know, put some... Seasonings on there. Yeah, I never made them. Never made them. Never made them. They're probably still in the fridge, in the back somewhere. <laughs> okay. I don't know, but that's funny. It's just like, like that's a waste. Yeah, like I, you know, it's a little embarrassing to say. Nobody wants to waste food, right? But it's also just like I always wanted. I wanted to try it because yeah. it's not something I normally you, you have. Had, you had good intentions. I had you know, great you had, intentions. You had good thoughts going I was on. Gonna, I had all the seasonings in my head. I was going to pop these in the oven. I was going to have a great meal. Right. And I just never got it to it. It never happened. No. Interesting.
1: You know, I wish I had more of that because, you know, I think, you know, that's what my dad does. You know, sometimes... You know, I'll go to when I was a kid, I'd go to Wegmans with him and I'd be like, Yo, what are we getting? He's like, I'm not really sure yet. (laughs) And we just kind of go and we'd walk through like the produce section and be like, Oh, you know what? This would be great with this. Or like, You know what? I'm going to make a reduction with with this over here. Oh, I could cook this with this pasta. Oh, you know what? I could like pan sear these scallops. I could, you know, I could roast this chicken. You know, like some. and, And I was like so impressed just because. You know, like I think I can do that to a certain degree, but like I said, usually when I go to a grocery store, I'm like, I'm going to get in, I'm going to get out, I'm going to get my stuff, I'm going to check out, I'm going to get in my car, I'm going to drive home, I'm going to put it away. It's going to be an hour of me getting food for like the next two weeks.
2: Yeah, I mean, it, it, that definitely is the most efficient way to do it. Right. I waste way too much time, and <laughs> sometimes, obviously, like I just said, it doesn't even pan out yeah, to a result. Pan out the way you want it. Yeah. Dude, shut, like, like I said, going into
1: a store, even sometimes a supermarket, I just get so nervous a lot of pressure yeah christmas season just happened and you and i have talked about this a little bit something that really baffles me and like i'm i've discovered it more as i've gotten older so christmas has an entire genre of music
2: yes yes we were talking about that It has
1: an entire genre of music and it's a great genre i love christmas music
2: yeah there's some great songs absolutely
1: but like why christmas like there's not you know, you put happy birthday aside, there really aren't a whole lot of, there's not an entire genre of music dedicated to a national holiday.
2: Yeah, no, not any other one.
1: And, you know, I think a lot of it comes from it's religious. Obviously, Christmas is a very, it's a religious holiday. Like, that's where it comes from. Yeah. And so, and most of the songs sung during the Christmas season are religious songs. Why doesn't Easter have an entire genre?
2: There we go. That's a great question. And And there's there's other holidays, religious holidays. Yeah. No music. And
1: like, I think, you know, and obviously, you know, regardless of what you believe in, people know that Christmas is, it was, you know, the birthday of Christ, everything like that but as a kid christmas was such a big deal for me and i think growing up i was kind of like when i was younger why was christmas like such a big thing You mean and i think it was just all the music that was going on like yeah. I, i'm a very like when i was young i was a very musical person and i think it, i thought it was so cool how christmas was like hyped up i was like why is christmas hyped up so much and then i'm like wait it's just because there's music playing for the you know 30 days leading up to christmas and as soon as
2: christmas happens the entire
1: genre disappears
2: for another 11 months yeah i mean that's that's pretty much the magic in it i feel like yeah this music is such a such a powerful thing in any way and then when you stick it to a holiday like that and you really just dig into it and got everybody making christmas music it's just like i go to a record store yeah to get some records and there's just a a whole ton of Christmas records at all times because I've never seen no Thanksgiving records, no Halloween records. Nobody, uh-huh. Nobody's going to produce... Nobody's going to go through the trouble of making that because right. there's, there's no... There's, there's not enough content. Yeah.
1: And, yeah, like, it's crazy. Christmas is... I mean, I don't want to say something bad, but, like, Christmas is a religious holiday and I think that's where it comes from. I just think it's so crazy that there's, like, a... And I don't disagree with it. I love Christmas music.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: I just... I that was a big realization for me. I was like, wow, you know what all this hype that my Perception of Christmas is behind is mainly because of how much music there is.
2: Yeah There's so much of it so much.
1: So actually I want to do something really quick so so I'm gonna call scooter really quick. So Scooter is a friend of ours who went to college here Fredonia where he expressed high interest of Being a part of this podcast every once in a while and just kind of we're just gonna call
2: him really quick Give him ring Give him a little ring over in New Jersey, ask him some questions.
1: This is the shot. We're giving him a shot to answer. Wow. Oh, that's crazy. Let's see what he said for time. Cause again, I could be, he, okay. He said 30 to 45 minutes and that was right before we started. We've been going at it for 30 minutes and, and just just over 30 minutes. All right. Yeah, we'll give him a little bit more time. Yeah.
2: You could, let's go. You know what?
1: What else is annoying in the world besides everything? Yeah. Um. Okay. So my uh, over break, my dad bought a truck. He bought a new truck. And oh, look who it is. Oh my God! For those of you listening, Scooter is looks yo, like.
0: I can't hear nothing. Weiss parking lot.
2: <laughs> oh, he's over at
1: Weiss. He's at Weiss. Shout uh, out New Jersey, going hello to. W- Elaine. Elaine. <laughs> oh, hello, Elaine.
0: Um, you guys caught us at the perfect time. Actually, we're about to put some groceries in the trunk of the car.
1: We just got done talking about grocery shopping.
2: Yeah.
0: Oh sweet, yo, honestly. This is the perfect time for me to tell you guys I picked up the last pack of chicken wings in the Weiss. Unprecedented oh, stuff, right? Nice. The
1: last pack of chicken wings before Super Bowl Sunday. That is... That's a pretty that's great... That's a bone cheddar. That's a
2: pr-
0: so tell me what type of wing sauce you use because I'm... What type a, of...
1: What type of wing sauce? Okay.
0: Yeah, I am uh, So... kind of slow when I got there, so let me know.
1: Yeah, so... This is interesting. So I haven't made a ton of like homemade wings myself. You know, I I tend to go with, you know, I don't know, like you know, buffalo wing sauce is like a it's right, like a standard, a it's like a go-to. I've I've become more fond, and it's because of Tyler Seegers who used to live here. I've become more fond of garlic parm. That was that was my answer. And I, I feel like it's a scooter. How do you how are you cooking these wings? Uh,
0: I'm gonna start them off in a slow cooker.
2: And then Ooh. I'm going to either
0: pan sear them to crisp in
2: them or put them in the oven. To I'll them. tell you what. You put some baking powder on them and put them in the oven. Super crispy. Oh,
0: yeah? Yeah, yeah. That, Was, you said baking
2: powder? Baking powder. Or is it soda? You could follow up on Google or I could follow up on Google. You put one, of the, one of the baking blanks. <laughs> you cover the chicken in one of those. And you put it in the oven for what? Like 40 minutes? something like that at 3 50 flip them halfway oh well, here's another thing though you, you know you know, the, you know those cooling racks like, yeah
0: yeah yeah i need to get a cooling rack that is a-
2: essential essential okay cuz they're not they're going to get soggy on the bottom you know exactly so you exactly. get that you get that cooling rack you 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 cover them in baking product Blank. redacted and redacted. and that, there you go there's some crispy wings Real crispy wings.
0: So back to sauce. Okay. Um, I like the parlor garm idea.
2: <laughs> Wonderful. I'm, garm. More,
0: I'm more of a fan of hot wings, okay. but in between mild and hot. So I, I picked a mild sauce and a extra mild to hot sauce so I'm going to mix. Okay. But what else? Do you guys
1: like put some lime, some cayenne mm-hmm. pepper? Lime I might be nice. I'm trying usually, to think of I'm trying to think of like buffalo when I go to like a wing a wing place in buffalo when there's like two dozen like wing
2: flavors. Usually with with, with like a classic buffalo sauce, they'll just have the hot sauce and they'll mix in some butter. Okay. You'll just melt in some butter into the sauce. Mm. And that makes them like coat better to the wings and stuff. That thickens it up Yeah yeah Got those thick ass wings So you could throw in some butter Potentially I don't know What the name of the brand is. It might be No It's Some guy Some guy has his I've seen it at Walmart He has his own Hot honey Like It's like a I think a, I know what you're talking about It's like about. a honey With like chili flakes Infused into yeah. it Yeah If you put that Into your wing sauce With some butter it, I feel like you'd have A field day You'll be set
0: Yeah <laughs> I have some honey at home. Some honey, some cayenne pepper, some- What's up Twizzy? I was saying
1: you definitely have some like tools to work with. Yeah,
0: exactly.
1: So Scooter, like I said, we were just talking about grocery shopping. So traditionally when you go into the grocery store, do you usually go with like a, an idea of what you're gonna get? Or do you just kind of go in and just, you're like, I'm just gonna look around and then like find stuff as I go. Like, are you more of a casual shopper or do you go in with like serious intent?
0: The list is essential, and I wasn't a believer of that until just recent, but definitely planning out what you think you're going to eat for lunch, and then, like, five meals you know you're going to make for dinner, it just makes it easier to make it shop less throughout the week.
1: Yeah, I can I can definitely agree with that. No,
2: yeah, it's definitely the way to go. Yeah. It's not
1: what I do. We were, we're talking about how, like, we'll go into Walmart, and Joseal and I will get, like, the same amount of groceries, except... I'll take like half an hour, and Zeal will be in there until like the sun goes down. He'll be in there for like a, such a long time. Yep.
0: Zeal took 14 minutes to get a slushy one. Oh yeah, I remember,
1: that. <laughs> I remember, I remember hearing that story. Where was
2: that, uh, Kentucky or Oneonta?
1: <laughs> I don't know if I was around yet. I th- was that your ju- if I was around yet? Was that your junior year scooter? Was Cameron living here?
0: <gasps> it must have. It must have been either my junior or senior year. Okay. But yeah, it... we had we made a pit stop. And we had all been sitting in the car, and we decided it was Mitch's idea. He was like, "We should time zeal and we were all guessing, like, "All right, five minutes." I love, seven,
1: I love seven, that, seven. that that was something that they decided to do. Well, no, see do. what happened was, there was
2: the, like, there was there was a truck driver there, and he was he was again he was like bringing a shipment. He was talking to the guy that who's working the register. It so was not man, my fault. So the man at the register was occupied was, before yeah, he was not the transaction. It was not my fault. Not my fault. But okay. but hey, they want to time me. They want to say hey because he'll take so long getting slushies (laughs) (laughs) oh man getting this
0: you'll just take extra time to do things
2: yeah i gotta make sure they're right you know i gotta make sure they're up to my standards scooter what so one of the reasons i specifically
1: wanted to talk to you i mean it's our first episode so you're kind of you're a part of the kickoff of this this podcast
0: i'm so sorry to cut you off on your first episode but Elaine's ordering
1: Starbucks right now. Oh. I can't talk over it. All right, That's well, yeah, understandable. Uh, is it okay if, if we talk still?
0: Oh, you totally, totally okay. I just can't answer what you're about to
1: ask. So me. I love that this is happening. In the fir- first episode, we're all making moves. <laughs> also, their podcast and Elaine with her Starbucks order. Yeah, she's gotta get caffeine. We're all we're all going places in 2021.
0: Yeah, 6:24
2: right,
1: well, p.m. Oh, okay. So,
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, so all right, so. uh.
1: So, the the Super Bowl is tomorrow. So, you and I have talked a little bit about the Super Bowl. Mainly of it has been you heckling my tweets or, like, responding at my, um, my borderline hatred of Patrick Mahomes. But this is a really, is someone who is trying to get into sports betting, I feel like this is a, you know, betting on the Super Bowl is always pretty tough, but this one is really out there. You've got Tom Brady and you have Patrick Mahomes. Both of those guys have made a career where people have said, oh, you should never bet against Tom Brady or you should never bet against Patrick Mahomes. What is your, if you were to bet on this sporting game, like what is your approach to, what, what would be some things you take into consideration?
0: I think that the I think that the Kansas City Chiefs, as an organization, as a team, are more of a a well-cogged machine versus the the Tampa Bay Buccaneers because nobody's really saying like, oh, the Buccaneers are in the Super Bowl. Everybody's really saying Tom Brady's in the
1: Super yeah. Bowl. No, um, I, yeah, I I can right. agree with that.
0: But I don't want to put it against Tom Brady because like Tom Brady can put the team on his back anytime he wants. Right. But so could Pat Mahomes. So it's like a double-edged sword. Yeah, but I would definitely say the Chiefs
1: definitely the Chiefs see that's what like I'm leaning It's weird the NFC Championship game. I think was really telling because I'll say it the bills and the Chiefs game It was not close yeah. Like in the beginning. It was a good game and then the Chiefs took the lead and they just kept going they, and going, yeah, and going. They, yeah, they were clearly the better team the Packers and the the Bucks though that was a close game down to like the down to like the end yeah and it was one of those like oh my god this game is close like Aaron Rodgers is going to pull this off or Tom Brady is going to yeah, pull this no off yeah no one knew yeah and but you know like Brady threw three interceptions in the second half which is mind blowing unheard of is crazy and like now he's going up against he's going up against a defense specifically who just had a crazy good game against I think the Bills have a pretty good offense I think you know Josh Allen Stephon Diggs were getting stuff done. And the Chiefs just—they just came in and shut it down. So I got a lot of confidence coming in, and I think that right now I agree with you, Scooter, that the Chiefs definitely have the edge because I think they're a better team as a whole. I'm just—I part—I just hope that it's like a crazy close game. Like, I mean,
2: yeah, that's at the end of the day, whoever's playing, that's what you want to see. I'm thinking like Super Bowl 49 vibes. I'm thinking like Pat
1: Seahawks vibes. I really want it to be like that kind of game.
0: It's, it's so extremely funny that you said that because that's the exact vibe I'm getting from it. Yeah. Um, Like, I can't go 15 minutes without telling someone I'm a Seattle Seahawks fan. Right. But I know the feeling of, like, oh, we just came off this dope Super Bowl run. This team is on fire. Oh, now this team looks even better. Yeah. And then, like, a stupid coaching mishap, which is, like, you can never account for it even, you. like, happens. Right. And then you could go into the whole conspiracy of, like, it's because they didn't want Marshawn Lynch to be MVP, which is, like, a really funny. Like, I think, I think that's such a funny,
1: because can you imagine the Super Bowl MVP's post-game press conference confined of, I'm just here, so I won't get fined. Yeah. Like, that, Roger Goodell can't let that happen. But anyway, you know, that game, watching Super Bowl forty nine like, even when I watch, like, doc- the documentary they made on it, it's just crazy because every possession was, like, so, it was so important. Like, every single possession, you know? I think the Patriots were up 14-7, and then the Seahawks tied it up, like, right before the half, and then they came Mm -hmm. out with the ball. Like, it was so, like, oh, my God, it's tied at the half.
0: And then Chris Matthews, this, like, Chris, Oh, my God, this dude just came in clutch. Catching a, like... A, what was it? A tutty from Wilson on the last play of the second yeah. half. Yeah. Yeah. It
1: was, that's exactly that. He, he caught it like right inside the end zone. It was insane.
0: Crazy game. And everybody would be talking about that Jermaine curse catch. Dude. Yeah. I remember <laughs> that,
1: that. That was, that was like, I think that's right up there with like David Tyree and like Mario oh, man. Manningham's giants catch. If they score the touchdown, people are looking at it and they're like, wow, that's three like crazy catches that the opposing
2: team of the Patriots have gotten in the super bowl to win it. <laughs> yeah (laughs) see well hold on so i recall you saying you have such a hatred for patrick Mahomes. yeah this is an interesting conversation that you want him you want you want tom brady you're rooting for tom brady essentially is what i'm saying so yeah so
1: i'm i'd
2: love to know why you feel this Why way? Why they feel
1: that way? Okay. So
2: especially as a Bills fan.
1: Yeah. So for those of you who don't know, I'm a, I'm a huge Bills fan. I have been my entire life. It's been a very painful twenty one years as a football fan. Growing up I hated the Patriots. Everyone did. But you know, they were in our division. They played us twice a year. They typically beat us twice a year. Tom Brady has more wins against the Bills than I think any other team. Yeah. Like it was just brutal. But the thing about it is, looking back at it, while it sucked, and I was always like, screw Tom Brady, the Patriots were just so much better of a team than the Bills were. Because the Bills, this year the Bills made it to the AFC Championship. We haven't seen like that type of success from our football team in like almost 30 years. Yeah, yeah. So when the Patriots were like really good, the Bills were really bad. And it was more of like, a, the Patriots are the great team. Screw you guys. like Let someone else go. But the Patriots never stopped the Bills, like, Directly from getting to like great places to like getting it. it, it wasn't the Patriots beating the Bills twice a year that stopped them from going to the playoffs yeah. or, or beating teams to get to like the Super Bowl. The Chiefs, though, like I said, the Patriots are always a significantly better team than the Bills. I will admit that the Chiefs were a better team than the Bills. Like, I'm not, I'm not debating that, but I think it's more painful to me to watch a team beat my team on the last game before the Super Bowl. I don't know. Just in that moment, I was just like, As much as I hate the Patriots, as much as I've hated Tom Brady all these years, they've never been the thing that stood in the way of the Bills getting to the Super Bowl. And that the Chiefs were, screw them, I don't want them to win this.
2: Well, okay. Let's see, like, when you put it that way, it makes more sense the way you're standing. Because when I was thinking of it, I had more of just, like, Tom or Patrick. You were just you, looking at the quarterbacks. Yeah, you were. You're talking more in the team sense. Yeah. When you when you put it that way, it, it makes a lot more sense. Yeah. Cause like, I just Tom Brady gets a lot of hate. Well, he gets a lot of love. Right. But he gets a lot of hate in the same way that they, like the Yankees would get hate. Right. Just because they're, they're so, so good. dominant. Yeah. So dominant. You know, they're, they have just. He's pretty much the goat. I think he's to go because like even he if he loses he, tomorrow, he has all the he has all this this shit under his belt. You yeah. just can't deny it. And it's just like I also feel like this is a, this is a pretty childish way to think of things. But like if the Chiefs were the people who beat your favorite team and they win, it's like hey, that's it's true. Like, it's hey, like hey, you know the, what
1: they they were the Super Bowl champs. Right, like, we lost to the Super Bowl. Yeah, champs. we lost to the Super Bowl. Cha- that's true. I like, thought I, about I know that a that's a
2: pretty bit. that's a pretty like like oh playground way to think of it no but like
1: like, i get it so scooter what do you think you called me out earlier this week so basically i was in the gym and i sent scooter there was a tv on And, like, these analysts on ESPN were talking about how Patrick Mahomes is, like, a for sure Hall of Famer, even if he loses this game. Yeah. And part of me was just kind of like, Scooter called me out because I messaged him. I was like, this is ridiculous. Like, why are they doing this? And he basically said, shut up, Twizzler. You're just angry that Patrick Mahomes beat (laughs) beat the Bills in the AFC Championship game. This man's making $50 million a year. You can be quiet. And, like, honestly, honestly...
0: Yeah, you're right. Fifty million. Is it?
1: I think it's a lot more. I think yeah. I think it's like it's it's definitely north of fifty. It's like fifty-five something. I think. Yeah. But, and but,
0: all he has to do is throw a ball for like how many Sundays? Twenty Sundays? Well, not just Sundays. So he's to do a lot of workouts and stuff, and then get baby deered one time in a playoff game, and then like he gets yeah. fifty million dollars every year.
1: Yeah, but like honestly.
0: Just breaking records, and
1: he's like a third year. Yeah, and like the when you sent it to me at first, I was like, "Shut the fuck up, Scooter." But then, like the more I, th- <laughs> the more I thought about it, I was like, "No, like he's right," because I realized this stat yesterday. Patrick Mahomes has not lost double-digit games in his entire career as a starter. He hasn't lost ten games. Like that's so weird. That man has been in the league. This is his third full year as a starter. This is going to be his. Well, he only
0: lost one this
1: year. Yeah, he only lost one this year. This is his second year in a row going to the Super Bowl. The year before, he lost to Brady in the AFC Championship game. So Patrick Mahomes is great, and I think, in the moment, Scooter, you were right. I was just still still salty about the Bills losing, but also like I see people on ESPN comparing Patrick Mahomes' career to like Michael Jordan. I'm just like, all right, well, yeah. That's... Like
2: that's that's just pushing it. And I think
1: I sent that to you, Scooter, and you kind of agreed with me. You're like, yeah, that's kind of a little bit much.
0: Like, think of think of the next gen, any of the next gen like superstars of the NFL right now. People yeah. That are in their like first, second, third year, I only think of Pat Mahomes, Deshaun Watson, Derrick Henry. Like those are the big players yeah. to think of. Pat Mahomes is so much. Higher on the scale than Yeah the, he's in the league At this point in time
1: Right absolutely You know it It's He's right It's crazy You know As much as I'd like I love Josh Allen And I think Josh Allen's Gonna be great He was an MVP candidate This year absolutely. But like I can't put him Up in
2: that category yet He's Patrick Mahomes Is on a level Unlike he's on a any level, other Right Like you, you You were talking about that Michael Jordan comparison Sounds like bullshit You know You hate to hear it It's like right. Oh it's almost like A parody Like it's It's a joke But he's playing at a level where in a couple of years... You can't compare him to anybody. In a couple of years, that's not going to look so ridiculous. Yeah. Comparing his greatness to Michael Jordan. And if he... Yeah. If he keeps it up, which it looks like he will. That man's being paid half a billion dollars
1: over the next 10 years to play football. Like, that's so... Yeah. He's like, just, hey, good for him. That's just crazy to me.
2: Doing what you love. Yeah. Just playing this man, sports. This man went to
1: Texas Tech. He was a backup to Alex Smith for a year. He inherited a lot of great stuff. He's got like, the best, in my opinion, the best coach in the league and some of the best offensive weapons, but this dude is just crazy good. He's He's got it
2: all in front of him.
0: I'm really excited to see in, like, year five, year six, year seven, when his team isn't isn't the powerhouse that it is what he can still do with, like, a, yeah. a lack of weapons.
1: Right. Because, like, in a way, if, he, like, let's say that happens. Let's say Travis Kelsey retires, because, like, Travis Kelsey's is older than I thought. Say Tyree Kill gets injured or something, or, you know, they have to trade away some linemen or mm-hmm. whatever. And, you Something's know, bound to change. Yeah, they're and, not gonna keep the same. thing. Yeah, and we see Patrick Mahomes. You know, he's you know maybe ten and six or like eleven and five. Then is it in the moment of wow, this man is like kind of stuck here because he signed this big contract and no one else is gonna pay him. Mm-hmm. But you know, you run the risk either way of doing that.
2: And it's just it's almost like, like a gamble,
1: right? And every other commercial you're watching him with State Farm doing something with Aaron Rodgers, putting, <laughs>
2: putting all that ketchup on his steak.
1: Yeah, sitting in the barber. Yeah, sitting in the barber shop with all of his friends getting the same.
2: The haircut. Yeah, talking we he has a commercial with uh I think Troy Palomalu for Head and Shoulders. Yeah. He's like, Oh my hair is better. He's like, No, this no man, my hair. Yeah, is better. They,
1: all these he's all these, over the place. All these marketing companies are putting Patrick Mahomes at the top of their like to do list. Yeah.
2: Because
0: what other football player would you would you even yeah. want to be in your Yeah,
2: No, team? it's there's very literally true. nobody else. Like there's
1: not you know.
2: It's him or hey, uh, Tom hi, Brady and Daniel, he's had his time.
1: Yeah, exactly. NFL. Like hey Kyler Murray, I know you're like five nine, but can you come like <laughs> Can you come do this commercial for me?
2: I, I couldn't, I couldn't even imagine. Trailer.
1: <laughs> what trailer? A new Ant-Man trailer. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you're just really small. No, I'm just Kyler Murray. <laughs> all right, Scooter. Well, I'm really glad that you were able to come on and, and have a little cool chat with us on our first episode of Watch Your Mouth.
0: Oh, boys, the pleasure is all mine.
1: All right, dude, we'll, we'll talk to you soon. And tell Elena I said hi. And I look forward... <laughs> hi (laughs) elaine i look forward to uh you got to send us some pictures of those wings that you make tomorrow i want to know how they how they turn out oh yes
0: (laughs) definitely all right boys thank you for having me no
1: worries dog i'll talk to you soon Uh, have a great evening what a guy that was scooter that was that was was michael castellano ladies and gentlemen we're actually sitting in his old room at 179
2: yes fun fact real fun fact
1: yeah you know i thought about this the other day kind of going on the topic of, of sports so it's weird i'm i'm Mainly into football, as far as like what I have opinions about. I don't think that I know. I love basketball. I don't think I am familiar enough with basketball where I can like voice my opinions of it confidently. Football, I can I I can argue with someone about football like ten times out of ten. Yeah. yeah. But as far as basketball, I think it's just so weird because. You know, I wasn't. We weren't alive for like the Michael Jordan era in the '90s. Mm-hmm. You know, and I wish that I was just because. Yeah, me too. Yeah, you know, you talk to people, and you know, when I was young, I was like, "Why? Why does everyone say Michael Jordan was so great? I mean, obviously he was a great player, but like people act like he's God." And you know, my parents and your, you know, my older cousins are like, "Dude, you just have no idea how much of an icon this guy was." And it's, like, really interesting because, you know, you, you have the debate of you have these two generational talents. You can even throw Kobe Bryant in there. Yeah, yeah. You know, these are three guys who changed the game, who were, you know, at one point, for sure, the best player in the world when absolutely, they played. Absolutely, absolutely. But it's like, and again, I wasn't alive when Michael Jordan was a thing. But it seemed to me that when Michael Jordan was big and I got this sense from The Last Dance, which in my opinion right now is the best sports documentary, like, out there. I think it's just because just there's so much stuff you didn't see that you get to see in, yeah. in the film. Yeah. So LeBron comes into the league. First of all, he has all these expectations. But second of all, I think that there is just a lot of, like, in a way, unnecessary hate that's thrown at LeBron. You know, I think LeBron has gone and done things a lot differently than Michael Jordan did, you know, off the basketball court. I mean, primarily because social media is a thing. Yeah, yeah. I could get on my phone right now and I could tweet LeBron. You know, I could talk to LeBron. You yeah. know 30, 20, 30 years ago, you know, that'd be unheard of if I was sitting in, in this house in, like, 1992. And I just could talk to Michael Jordan yeah, like, on my
2: phone. Yeah. You'd get looked at in a weird way. Absolutely.
1: You know, and and you see more of players now than you could in the 90s. But, like, it's so weird because Michael Jordan came in and it seemed like there wasn't a ton of hate around him as far as how great he was. People recognized how great he was and they didn't deny it. Not like he deserved that. But also, I think there's a certain level to, like, people watching basketball now with LeBron. Where they will say before they acknowledge how great he is, they will say, yeah, but he's not as good as Michael or he's, you know, some people say he's Mm -hmm. not as good as Kobe. And like, I think that's human nature to like compare things, you know, that's just who we, that's just what we do. But, you know, when Michael was a thing, I mean, again, I wasn't alive, so it's hard for me to say, but maybe people were saying in the beginning of his career, oh, he's like, he's not as good as magic.
2: Yeah. But then he did. And people are always going to compare. Yeah. I just, I just, I yeah, no, like you were saying, neither of us were alive. I would have loved to have had some perspective, because I would, I yeah, obviously he wasn't always on the top, and right. I, I would have loved to have seen how it would have been. Because I mean, you were talking. I don't know how deep they go into it in the Last Dance, because I I haven't seen all of it, unfortunately. Yeah, is it just about like the NBA aspect of his? No, so like it's really
1: interesting. The the people who developed, or excuse me, the who produced the documentary. It was really cool how they did it. So they like started off. It's supposed to be... It focuses on his last season with the Bulls. That's why it's called The Last Dance. Okay, okay. And it was the last the sixth trophy that they had won the second the end of the second three peat and it mainly focuses on that season but it also it takes you back and it will like go through in chronological order his career while still like focusing on that and it'll like cut away and and, and shit like that yeah so like the first episode was about michael and you know you talk about that season you find out that it's supposed to be phil Jackson's last year but it also talks about him in north carolina and then getting drafted and being with the different bulls of the in the tail end of the eighties and how different that atmosphere was and how great he was young. And the second episode, I think it goes to like Scotty Pippen and it kind of brings it into his perspective and like what Scotty Pippen was going on. And then like Dennis Rodman and like Phil Jackson. And, you know, it's, it's really interesting because it's not just a, okay, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to see in chronological order, what happened. It like changes perspectives. It's like, well, this is what Michael was thinking in the game, but Scotty Pippen, this was what he was doing, you know, Ron Harper, you know Phil Jackson it's really really interesting it's such a cool like so well produced but I definitely need to watch it yeah I would I would highly recommend it it's just I was I was blown away with it when uh, when it came out it was cuz they had released a trailer for it like a couple years ago, I think, and seeing it actually come out it was during quarantine, so it was a really, really fun thing to watch. Yeah, especially when it when Well, I think that's a great place to kind of wrap it up. Yeah. Yeah. So first episode. Yeah, this is the first episode. In the mail. Yeah. Sign seal delivered. So this has been our first episode of Watch Your Mouth. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at the Watcher Mouth Podcast. Follow us on Twitter. We will be posting to Spotify and Apple Podcasts, and keep an eye out for the YouTube channel coming up soon. Um, I'm Twizzler here with Joseel, and we will see you guys soon. Peace out.